0: Catch us on the web at english.rti.org.tw
1: Thank you so much for joining us here today at Radio Taiwan International. I'm Andrew Ryan coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. Coming up this hour, we'll have for you Hashtag Taiwan with Leslie Liao. and He's going to be talking about the lottery, which he may or may not have won. You're going to have to tune in and find out. Uh, and we're also going to have for you status update with John and Shirley. But first up today, here in Taiwan. <laughs> Today is Tuesday, August 4th, and you're listening to Here in Taiwan on Radio Taiwan International. In the studio today, we have Leslie Thao. What it do. What it do. We also have (laughs) Catherine Wei. Hi. How's it going, Catherine? Good. Uh, And we're going to tell you all kinds of fun things about all kinds of fun things. We're going to be telling you about (laughs) airline pleasure flights, which have sold out instantly Airline pleasure flight. That doesn't sound like fun to me, but I don't know. We'll find more about that. Apparently, uh, that's not helping the airport much because they're losing money for the first time ever. That's the Taoyuan International Airport. That is the gateway to Taiwan, the main international airport serving Taipei. Uh, we have some other fun stories for you this week. Among them, we're going to tell you about um, how Taiwanese people are spending more than ever on food delivery apps and also smart driverless buses are we ready for that oh yeah. i don't know new type city thinks they're ready for it uh we'll have that and many other stories for you in just a moment don't go away get to any of those stories uh cat what'd you do over the weekend
2: i went to Jinmen.
1: Jinmen, the outlying islands of Jinmen. Mm-hmm. there's more than one i realized
2: yeah there's a few
1: yeah big Jinmen, little Jinmen, uh-huh. and all the Jinmens in between <laughs> um and what'd you do there anything exciting
2: uh i went to the beach and was told i shouldn't go into the water
1: oh that's yeah. counterintuitive counterintuitive
2: yeah well there were a bunch of people digging for clams which i thought was
1: Mhm. Cute. It is cute. Um, but not swimming for clams. No, um,
2: I yeah, this this old man came up to me and made me put my dress back on. Maybe
1: <laughs> Wait, part <pardon> of me? What?
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I'm the kind of person who like once I see the water I just strip to my I mean, bathing suit and go running. Oh okay. okay, do Yeah, so, so yeah. You, had, you had a bathing suit on. Okay. yeah. yeah. No, I was not <laughs> stripping. I was not gonna go skinny dipping. Okay. Phew.
1: <laughs> well, I think this maybe harkens back to Taiwan's kind of uh, military past and in particular the military past of Jinmen, mm. um I heard like more than 20 years ago in Taiwan there was no such thing as surfing because you couldn't actually get access to most of the beaches in Taiwan and it's only really in the last dozen years maybe two dozen years in Taiwan on the island proper that we've seen international surfing competitions mm. and it's become a real hot spot for surfers from japan in the winter for example mm. um so i wonder if it's it's because jimin's like a big like military island.
2: maybe but it was also weird that they didn't have a lifeguard there like their reasoning was oh we don't have a lifeguard ready and i was like but it's
3: I like went a, to a f- number of beaches last month. There were no lifeguards there either. Maybe there man. weren't anybody patrolling them either. Yeah, that was Ilan. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, that was on the east coast of Taiwan. But I think you're right. Maybe the close proximity that Jinmen has to China makes it a little more sensitive. But at the same time, like, man, the the difference between the beach and the water is not gonna. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yeah, and you're so
1: close. There's no yeah. middle
2: ground. Like, for the ones that do have lifeguards, they rope off a, a section. And I've tried many times to go past the rope. Uh-huh,
1: and and also have yeah. She's gone a rebel. God, you yelled Yes, they make you stay inside those roped-off areas. I think it's a, a liability issue, right? That's They true. have to make it very clear if you leave this area, like, we're not... We're not responsible for anything that happens to you.
2: Right. But
1: I will say, too, there are some beaches that are actually very dangerous. There so if are you're, you're there. not familiar with those beaches, you really should be careful. Mm-hmm. I know of a couple, uh, in particular in Taidong, where if you go off a little bit too far to one side, there are really strong currents that will actually sweep you right out into mm-hmm. the ocean. Oh, man. Um, people will, especially experienced swimmers, will try to swim back mm-hmm. in, and you just get tired out. And it doesn't oh. matter if you're a good swimmer or not. Uh-huh. So, you just have to be really careful, you know, about the currents and the beach situation mm-hmm. and really be aware. What yeah. do they
3: tell you to do in that
1: event? Like, you swim parallel to the coastline. Yeah, you swim, I guess, instead of trying to swim back in, you swim off to the side yeah. and where there are currents that will bring you back in. Gotcha. Um, but you also don't know if there's, like, rocks and, like, you know, dangerous surf and stuff like that. That so, too. I mean, you're hedging your bets, I think, and... <laughs> Uh, but other than that, uh, aside from that dark turn we took, <laughs> uh, everything else go good with your trip?
2: I liked Jingmen. I was only there once. I, I went for a reporting trip for, mm-hmm. um, to the distillery. But, oh, yeah.
1: yeah. They make galleons out of sorghum, yeah? Yeah,
2: they do. Mm. Um um, I enjoyed it mm, I had fun But G- the food was good
3: mm. G- mm. Timon's got great Do you know what they have That's really great Knives Beef jerky oh. And knives <laughs> And oh, knives But the yes, beef that. jerky Is like really good
2: I didn't try that oh, it's, I didn't so get good. it's
3: like so good mm. You you can buy it here But
2: beef jerky Is good here too yeah. But like
3: You know I, I love my beef jerky And like if I could say Like one is better Than the other Then you know It's like
1: ooh Really
3: okay. G- Yeah I'm missing out they do it in the wine. They oh. do it in their special wine over there, right? Oh. And well, then they got like all these different flavors. And it's like the only kind of beef jerky where I'm just like, that is like top-notch
1: stuff. Top-level. Wow. Yeah. Top-level beef jerky. But also the knives. Yes, knives. <laughs> yes, 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 apparently in the old days, they used to make knives... From the military shells that were dropped on the island by, I guess, in some skirmishes with the Chinese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. They, I don't know if really like if those knives are all still made from old shells or not. I think that's got to be kind of a hard thing because they're probably running out of shells.
2: Yeah, that's what
3: I thought.
1: But it's part of the story. Mm-hmm. We'll say that. Yes. Whether or not it's the actual case, I don't know.
3: The expertise behind those knives have been honed over the course of however many tons of military shells. Yes, (laughs) many tons. (laughs) Who else can say that?
1: Yes. And I actually have a beetle knife that is made out of military shells. Beetle nut knife? Yeah. It's this really strange, like, half-moon shape (laughs) 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 knife. And and to be honest, I've never used it to cut beetle nuts. So, I don't know. I don't know if it really is, you know, only useful for that. But... Mm at any rate um everything else go good with your uh, trip there kat
2: um other than the fact that my friend who invited me on the trip was late to her like she missed the flight missed the flight yeah other than that i had fun
1: (laughs) oh my goodness did you have words a (laughs) lot Uh, a lot (laughs) well at
2: first i was speechless like Uh who misses her flight Uh (laughs)
1: uh-huh yeah right
2: she was so close to the airport too
1: Oh. oh yeah it's always the people who live the closest that are the latest like they think they're going to be there really early yeah. yeah 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 so why was she late
2: well like you check in an hour before the the departure time uh-huh. but i told her oh it's actually 30 minutes i saw that on the website and she was like cool let me go buy something and then later i realized she went to get polaroid film
1: was your flight at five thirty on friday
2: no, it was oh. Saturday morning. Oh, I no. don't yeah.
1: What's going on? No, I just remember I was in the airport because I was flying to Taidong and there was a oh, flight okay. to Jinmen uh-huh. and there was one woman who was late and they kept announcing
3: her oh! name over and over oh. again. Oh, that
1: would have been hilarious if it was your friend. What made you choose to fly to Taidong? You usually take the train. I usually do, but I was in a bit of a hurry. Oh, mm-hmm. it saves and- a lot of time. It does save a lot of time, um, and it's actually really hard to get train tickets, strangely enough. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah. I've mm. been through that struggle.
1: All this revenge tourism, everybody's like Every
2: summer, and... my mm. friends who are from Thai don't have a really very hard time getting back home. Mm. They're like, who the hell are these people? <laughs> I just, I just want to see my parents. <laughs>
1: right. Can't you let us go home? Actually, at Chinese New Year, they have special trains that go back, and you ha- but you have to have a uh
2: proof of residency? Yeah, you have oh. to have an
1: ID card that begins with a V, which ah, means that you're born in Tidone. Yeah. Oh so, really? Yeah. So all my friends and like I, oh, family v. go back and then I'm just like stuck fending for myself. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, so you have actually this is unrelated, but you have a cheese story. You're gonna tell us about something cheese related. You I had a had cheese experience?
3: Cheese ice cream over the weekend. Oh, I my love goodness. cheese. I love ice cream. Who knew I would love cheese ice cream? And this is from like a Japanese like milk company which does milk very very well uh-huh and
2: yeah, I think I know this place it's in um Nanshan yeah yeah okay second floor okay.
3: and it was it came in a cup and then they give you a slice of cheesecake with it and mm. like a little cheese cracker
1: and it changed my life wait 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 wait, wait. I'm confused you have a cheesecake a slice of cheesecake yeah. you have a cr- cheese cracker yeah and then you have a scoop of cheese, cheese ice cream what was the f- kind of cheese
3: I, oh, I have no idea just cheese yeah they just said i think it was like cheesecake cheese like cheesecake cheese or like something like cr- that cream cheese mm. i don't know something like that but it was it,
2: it's a, a cheesecake cheese. mixture that is the flavor right okay yeah i think
1: yeah oh, wow. like it tastes
2: like cheesecake but in ice cream form. it was like
1: really good so that's like cream cheese yeah. so it's like a white cheese yeah, yeah.
3: but they did have like Specialty cheeses, like they had like gorgonzola, they
1: had the blue cheeses, they had... Oh,
3: the blue cheese camembert. ice cream. Camembert. You Ooh. ever have that one?
1: Oh, I love me a camembert. Although, camembert is a little bit um, on the... It has this faint whiff of gasoline i think huh. I, pref- I prefer brie some
2: people are- oh i love brie oh Brie's my god great. yeah it's my favorite yeah baked
1: brie baked brie is so good oh, bread I'm crumbs so, i'm so glad
3: i had a bowl of cereal before Bain. this <laughs>
1: he did literally had a bowl of cereal before we came and recorded this show i'm so glad oh that's so good that's very on brand for you too yeah I, I, thank you for doing this <laughs> Um, so, we actually have a lot of transportation related stories here mm. today. Um, I think uh, I'm going to go counterintuitive and we're going to talk about buses before planes. <laughs> so, Kat, you have a story there about new Taipei City is introducing smart driverless buses. Uh huh. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Are we ready for this?
2: Yeah, they're introducing these buses into their public transportation system. And it's been on like test runs for two months. Um, no passengers were, were on board.
1: So. No passengers and no driver. <laughs> and no driver. But wait, Was anybody on board? Like, were there like testers? Literally nobody. In either. any other context, that would seem strange, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think this seems strange in this context too. <laughs> so wait, so it was moving and then there's nobody on board, mm-hmm. but they can observe the bus moving. Are they traveling in special bus lanes? Yes,
2: they are. Okay. Um, In August, they're starting to take passengers. Um, They're working with universities and organizations and, yeah, some government offices. Like, Mm -hmm. you have to sign up as a part of a group. So they've been doing test runs, and it's not very long. It's 1.2 kilometers Mm -hmm. long and starting september 3rd regular people like us can can go take the bus. Wait, what do you mean regular free?
1: people like us? Maybe we should be like, a government institution <laughs> and go do a report on it. Well,
2: there should be a list of organizations they're they're taking reservations for for august. Oh, but it's pretty slow. The um there it's only going 15 to 20 kilometers per hour.
1: Oh, that's like snail pace. Uh-huh.
2: So for this stretch, the 1.2 kilometers it's 10 minutes
1: oh my goodness that is a long commute mm. <laughs> <laughs> i live 13 kilometers from work so that would take me how long
2: <laughs> an oh, hour
1: about an hour and 20 minutes isn't that mm. how much how long it already takes you anyway no i get to work in a half an hour well yeah, you, really yeah you have a scooter wow. i am fast i'm a fasty um so what do you guys think about this i mean are we ready for this driverless buses yeah well
3: actually did you know like there was uh footage of a tesla which was like autopilot mm-hmm. f- circulating in taiwan like a month or two ago and it shows like an overturned truck and the autopilot didn't stop even oh. though the truck was there and it just beelined right into the truck
1: oh, oh
3: so i still the yes.
2: Tesla. it was
3: it was, crashed. It, was cr- it crashed it obviously didn't do too well, well but tesla
2: the- <laughs> has been you know, like last year there were, or the year before last, yeah. in California, uh, some things happened with driverless mm. Teslas.
1: Okay. You watch out! Yeah, yeah. I, I
2: don't know, and I feel like I can pass. Like I can walk faster than this bus.
3: Yeah, we can <laughs> go for a little run <laughs> well, for they sure. Need, they gotta just you know, test it out slowly first, right? They can't expect the bus right off the bat be like, all right, mm. pedal to the metal, fast as you can go. We're going for a world record here. Yeah, right. Well,
2: there will be one person who can step in to drive if anything happens on the bus when the the passengers are allowed to.
3: Isn't to, that what yeah. happened when the MRT, the monorail first started operating? Like they still had someone like behind the the control panel just in case. Mm. where in taipei because like there's the monorail
1: line right and that's driverless the Muzai line yes there's no like there's no place on that t- there's nobody to on drive. that one oh. if you go straight to the front there's no seat or anything there's no I thought compartment that was where
2: they practice like the newbie drivers get to practice on that line
1: because <laughs> oh. <laughs> you don't need a driver <laughs> that's the line i use the most oh yeah i don't know okay that's that's these are all really good questions um, I do. Wait, can we go back to how fast it was again?
2: uh, uh it's one
1: point two kilometers in how long?
2: Ten minutes. So they and I, I'm That's sure harder, it can really? go faster, but they're always gonna keep it at fifteen to twenty kilometers per hour. Oh, okay,
3: I can run faster than that, right? That was yeah. what I was saying. Um, yeah.
2: But they want to expand this to, um, like near school school routes. Okay. for middle schools and elementary schools. so
1: I think they should try it out at the zoo because those buses don't need to go very fast anyway, right?
2: Right. But the zoo has a little train thingy. I oh, yeah. know. Oh, yeah. I wonder if I that like has it. a driver.
1: Does that have a driver? That's actually it really impressive it like, has, how they, they do, how they manage such a long trail of cars. Yeah. I'm um, very impressed. I'd like to see you driving one of those, Leslie. Choo-choo. Yeah, i totally get into it. I'd get the overalls. i get the conductor hat. <laughs> oh,
2: that'd be so
3: That cute. would be really, really I'd make really the sweet. noises.
1: choo 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 i would pay for that. see, you pay a premium
3: for a good experience. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right, so back to flight um, travel. Yes. What are these experiential flights that I'm hearing about? So they're
3: called pleasure flights or pleasure cruises, and they (laughs) are coming in lieu of international travel. So what they're going to do is Taiwan's major airlines have booked flights that can um, take you around the island and fly at low altitudes
1: so you get to see Taiwan from above. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. They should call them Taiwan from above flights. Oh, well, they call them pleasure cruises. Like Qiboling, right? The the you famous Taiwan cinematographer that takes shots of the island from the air. You obviously mm-hmm. should
3: have been on the marketing team for this one. Hello. Uh, <laughs> so pleasure left.
1: flights. Like,
3: mm.
2: what is it in Chinese?
1: I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> pleasure flights. I'm thinking about things I maybe shouldn't think of. <laughs> Massage anyway. seats? That'd be nice. No, <laughs> the
3: thing is, they like Eva Air, one of the major uh, air carriers in Taiwan. They sweeten the deal because they give you a Hello Kitty plane, and people in Taiwan love Hello Kitty. Oh, I like Hello
1: Kitty planes. Cat, do you like Hello Kitty? You're making no, this face. I okay. don't. I'm sorry. Um, I think I think she <laughs> supposed the fact that the cat well, doesn't have a mouth and can't speak for herself. Okay,
2: so also that and the fact that she's a little girl, not a cat, and she what? plays. She has like. Have you seen her hands? They're like mittens, and she plays the piano. How do you play the piano like
3: that? <laughs> these, these might Very frustrate careful. you, but I find these adorable. Like, I find these features adorable. Like, she's got the little fact little that she's a hands. little girl. Well, like, she's got like little mitten hands.
2: They're cute. They're cute, but like, wait, she apparently plays the piano pretty well.
1: Wait, I understand what do you mean. She's a little girl. Clearly, it she came looks out like a, a few cat. years
2: ago. the The person who the illustrator or the the person who yeah. started Hello Kitty was like, oh, or Sanrio came out with a formal statement. And I was like, oh, she's not a cat. Contrary to popular belief, she is a little British girl who lives in a remote British countryside with her parents and her sister. Well,
1: <laughs> that looks like a cat. They just
2: look like cats. They're they're people.
1: That must be very awkward for her. Uh, there must be a lot of confusion in her the life. The illustrator yeah. must have didn't well, travel much. Well, I mean, her much.
2: friends are like frogs and penguins. Oh, my and goodness. They're probably human, too.
1: And dear Daniel. Oh, Dear Daniel. Yeah, there's, there's more than one of them. There's one. So maybe we should go back to the flight yes. story. <laughs> so the
3: flights got approved by the Civil Aeronautics Administration last Wednesday, which is July 29th. And these special flight routes will take the first one on August 8th okay Which father's day father's day oh. i don't know about you guys but my dad is content with like a buffet dinner yes so that's what i'm gonna do with him mm-hmm. um the flights cost about 5,288
1: no new dollars. wait is that a lot is or a that? little
2: that's a lot right okay so i went to jingwen i got off the plane and that was what um three thousand
1: so it was like they're charging trip. you like twice of what you would have to pay for a normal flight just to an outlying island where yeah. you have to get to walk around.
3: Yeah,
2: I got a pretty good view of Taiwan from above too.
1: Yeah, I did when I flew to Taitung as well. What uh, else do you get? You must get something else.
3: Well, the flight. Well, let's read through this. Right, flight takes off at ten thirty in the morning. You land at one fifteen, so that's about two hours and forty five minutes of enjoying the Taiwan coastline. mm Hmm. Okay, a- Andrew,
1: you're shaking your head. I don't like flights anyway, so I'm not I, sure why I'd want to be up there for extra time. But. I think you
2: do <laughs> without a, getting anywhere.
3: <laughs> you do pay pay a premium for the Hello Kitty aircraft, I think. And the thing is, you get to see. Uh, you start over the northeast coast, and then you to the west side of the Ryukyu Islands of Japan. Oh, and then you head south towards over Taiwan's east coast. Fly over Turtle Island, the coast of Hualien and Taitung counties. You might be able to see some familiar spots Andrew I know you do love Taitung Wave to my godmom And then you turn around you go to Oluanbi e which is like the southern point of Taiwan and then you go from Liochao Island and then from there you the plane will head back north Wow it takes doesn't take a long time for a plane
1: to circumvent this island does it No Wait well I guess that's that's makes sense it's about a 47 minute flight to Taidong or to to Kaohsiung, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So an it's an hour
2: to Gaoshan I think Yeah huh.
1: So what What do they, they serve you? Anything special on board? Do you get any little like, you know, treats or... Food. You, I'm sure you guessed something, but it doesn't really say anything in the official statement. I wonder if the captain is like, well, folks, we're getting a nice view of Olompe to the south there. Yeah, they they have to have somebody from with like a tour guide, right? Mm. If you just look out to the starboard side of the flight today, you'll see uh, the Ryukyu Islands. <laughs> I about, think you should sign up for that, Andrew. What about that. all those
2: people sitting in the middle? Like they're not going to get a good view of anything. Oh,
1: yeah, and the aisle seats.
3: Yeah. Oh. Well, I think it's not not that big of a plane. Oh, so like okay. it's only got two aisles.
2: There's going to be a stampede <laughs> for the windows.
3: Yeah, definitely. But like I don't even like the window seats anyway cuz mm. I like I to have proximity to the bathrooms.
1: Oh. Also
2: your legs are much longer. That so. too.
1: Yeah, you need to take up that um real estate in the aisle there. That's right. Um, so while we're here on a plane, why don't we uh, just segue right on into Taoyuan International Airport? It's, yeah, it's losing money.
3: It's losing money. It's going to be the first time in history it's lost money. Could you believe that? Wow! Like that's that's a profitable airport. A lot mm. of airports don't make money right out. Back. People are
2: big spenders here.
3: I guess so. Anyway, the Taoyuan International Airport Corporation said it will. It's on track to lose 1.3 billion New Taiwan dollars this year, which is about 43, $44 million U.S. dollars, and it's the first loss in history. And, of course, you can imagine why. Coronavirus. Hi. Coronavirus, right? Uh, Taiwan, it says Taiwan hasn't been in a blanket travel ban-, ban, but a lot of airlines have cut flights due to travel restrictions, mm-hmm. and the CAA is not authorizing any new flights.
1: Well, also, like they're not allowing foreigners that don't have residency in Taiwan to come here, so that actually cuts out a large chunk of the population of the world that might mm. be coming here yeah yeah i mean i think just people are afraid of flying i'd be curious to know what the breakdown is of where they're losing the money is it just on like um because i know they charge planes to land yes and to pull up at a gate and to refuel and um i'm wondering where the majority or is it is it like the like the sales inside the airport surely is taking a hit the duty-free yeah. definitely Bad.
2: or the taxes
1: taxes
3: i really think it actually could be the uh, the time slots that you were talking about right and the re- re- refueling fees mm-hmm. i can imagine those because nobody's landing at, at, at taiwan international airport right
1: now barely barely right yeah um they're I know,
2: reopening some flights i know to singapore and to japan yeah
1: they're looking at places that are slightly less risk and i think they're increasing flights to those places but for you know to go to the states It's not like they've got like multiple flights a day for sure. No, Mm. It's like twice a week, if anything. Yeah. Like to to one location.
2: Park your... Park. Is that the right? To park your plane there.
3: (laughs) To taxi the
1: plane. (laughs) To taxi. And then leave it somewhere. You have to pay
2: some money to keep them there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: For sure. So maybe they're making some money while like the planes are just sitting there.
2: Oh, maintenance must be a lot of money.
1: Maintenance, too. Mm. Yeah. Would that even come down to the airport for maintenance? Or is that the company, the airline? I mean,
2: you have to maintain the airport somehow.
1: Oh, my goodness. So that's what's happening in the world of aviation. So there you have it. Just a little look at what's happening uh, here in Taiwan uh, on our roads, on our beaches. Uh, in our mouths <laughs> in the air we, we've talked about a lot of stuff today uh, we want to thank you for joining us for here in Taiwan I'm Andrew Ryan I'm Leslie Leo and I'm
2: Catherine May
1: stay tuned we've got much more ahead on RTI <laughs>
4: RTI at english.rti.org.tw
3: Hello, and welcome to Hashtag Taiwan. I'm your host, Leslie Liao. Thank you so much for joining me. In this week's program, we're going to be talking about the lottery. The Taiwan Lottery is actually a state-sanctioned lottery, which is the only form of legal gambling in Taiwan. Now, a lot of the proceeds and profits that the lottery makes actually goes towards uh, public welfare, creating jobs for people who need them and helping out the needy. Now, this week, one of Taiwan's lottery games called the Power Lottery reached a new record high jackpot. It was the highest jackpot ever in the history of that game. The total number that it was offering was 34 $124 $124 New Taiwan dollars, which is about $106.5 million U.S. dollars. And this came at a time when the government just handed out stimulus coupons. So a lot of people had a lot of this extra money to go buy lottery tickets. And what led up to this was 23 consecutive weeks of nobody winning the jackpot. So it accumulated and accumulated. So in this week's hashtag, we're going to be discussing lottery mania and i was no stranger to lottery mania because i got some of it and i actually ended up buying a ticket the full story of what happened is coming up next don't go away you're not going to want to miss it this week on hashtag taiwan i want to talk to you about big money
1: here comes the money
4: here we go
3: money talk I have here a lottery ticket. It's for the biggest jackpot in the history of Taiwan's power lottery. Earlier this week, the power lottery jackpot sat at 3.124 billion New Taiwan dollars, which is about 106.5 million US dollars. The power lottery draw happens twice a week, once on Monday and once on Thursday. The jackpot grew because the power lottery went 47 consecutive draws without a winner. That's 23 weeks, almost half a year without a winner. Here's how the power lottery works. People choose six numbers between one and 38. They then choose an additional seventh number between one and eight. If anyone matches all seven numbers, then they win the jackpot. The unprecedented jackpot prompted a wave of lottery mania. People started buying lottery tickets like it was going out of style and they posted their tickets to social media. The government handed out stimulus coupons in mid-July, which some people used to buy lottery tickets. That was allowed because the lottery benefits charities. On Monday, the power lottery numbers came out. How'd I do? Well, let's just say if I had won the jackpot, Hashtag this week wouldn't be this coherent. It would actually just be footage of me doing cartwheels over and over again on a loop until I inevitably somehow blew 3.124 billion New Taiwan Dollars and had to come back and do the show properly. Man, I didn't even get one number on this thing. Anyway, two people won the jackpot, one of whom bought their ticket at the exact same shop where I got my ticket from. One winner bought their ticket from Da'an District in Taipei, while another bought theirs in Zusan Township in Nantou County. Da'an is one of the more affluent areas in Taiwan, so some netizens vented their frustrations with this meme. It says, Can Da'an rest really participate in the lottery? Is that even legal? Now you might think such a close brush with 100 million US dollars might have broken me, but misery loves company and oh, I have found somebody who is much, much more miserable than I am. Shortly after the winning numbers were announced, a man, a broken man I assume, posted his lottery ticket on Facebook. His numbers were off by one for every one of the winning numbers. The winning numbers were 5, 8, 19, 21, 27, 37 with the last number being 2. This unlucky fellow's numbers were 4, 7, 18, 20, 28, 38 and 1. He missed every one of the winning numbers by 1. Someone went ahead and did the math for him and said the odds of that happening were like winning the lottery. Dude, that is way too soon. And that's it for this week's hashtag Taiwan. I do hope you enjoyed that story, especially about how I just barely missed 3.124 billion new Taiwan dollars. It's okay though, because I really love what I do, and I wouldn't even quit this job if I did win. Anyway, like I always say, you can always reach out to me if you have any questions or comments, or if you have any suggestions for future shows. Come to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash taiwaninsider or facebook.com slash radio International. You can send us a message straight away, and I'm the one who receives that inbox, so I'll get back to you. Anyway, until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay happy. I'll see you around.
0: This is Status Update.
4: Welcome to Status Update. I'm Shirley Lin. I'm
0: John Ventriest.
4: We're going to be getting to your letters, where you write us letters, letting us know what programs you listen to and what you think about them. Um, but before we do that, though, uh, we're going to update our status a little bit here. How are you doing, Shirley? I'm I'm doing okay, except that I'm puzzled. You're puzzled. I'm puzzled because I know that I don't have a green thumb, mm-hmm. and a while ago I got two plants, two potted plants. Um, one's doing fine on its own, which is amazing, you know, And but the other one is just a leaf falls off every day, literally, and I don't know why, because I followed what they said. They say you just need to water it like once every two weeks, and I actually even jotted it down on my calendar <laughs> which weeks I should water it, you know, and they look similar, but apparently they're not of the same family, I suppose. But um, the other one is like you hardly do anything about it; it's doing fine, except that it, it's not really sprouting. The other one was really sprouting out very fast, but then also falling off very fast. I have no idea what's going. on. I'm so well. You know, when you buy, these are <laughs> potted plants. They are potted plants. Are they
0: decorative, or
4: they're you know they they've got these thick kind of almost look like aloe vera kind of leaves. Oh, you very mean the, thick kind of leaves, like succulents. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they should be easy to take care of, right? But it's just, it pretty much is bald because all the leaves have literally fallen off. But it hasn't like, you know, curled up, you know, like wilted all together. Right. And I don't know what well, is wrong. When but. you buy these
0: plants, sometimes they're sick to begin with and you don't know until later on. So it could be that they are plant- oh has a plant a disease. Oh my goodness. I have two balcony, well, sort of window gardens. Mm-hmm. And um, that's my experience. Sometimes they start off looking good and... Some of them make it and some of them don't. And it could just be that they were sick. They had some root problem or a Uh pest or you never know.
4: Oh, well, okay, so what it was was that, um, it was a while ago, we went with some friends up to Yummy Mountain, mm-hmm. and um, it was the season with Kayla lilies, and they wanted to, you know, to pick the Kayla lilies. I wasn't into it. That's sort but, of a
0: white flower that the, yeah. um, the mountain is known for. They have a lot of farms, the nurseries that grow them for tourists.
4: Yeah, they grow very, very long, you know, really long stalks and everything. Right. Um, I wasn't really into picking them because I know they're, they're the kind that wilts very fast. Yeah, it, they're that kind of flower. I, I call them soft, <laughs> you know, like flimsy kind of flowers. So you had to pay. Um, there's an entrance fee. and But if you choose not to pick killer ladies, you choose, you know, to pick like potted plants. Right. And that's what I did. So I picked those two teeny little potted plants. They're so cute. <laughs> but um, I know one is just dying on me. But anyway, you know, that's great. One thing great. Well, let's just not talk about my plants, my dying <laughs> plants. But I mean, one thing great about Taiwan is that you can pick um, you know strawberries in the you know strawberry season you yeah. can pick different fruits you can pick plants and then even people they own um these plots of land where they grow you know i don't know maybe just like vegetables they like to eat you know right. maybe coriander or um someone was trying to grow um what do you call it oh my gosh i can't think of the name right now um anyway it's it's a vegetable uh with the no, it's not cabbage. But they, you know, some people I've do grow people do cabbages. That. You know, it's just amazing. People just own these plots of land and they grow it. And I'm talking about friends who actually live in the city. But yeah. They would have a plot of land with maybe like a five, half hour drive away. I
0: think a lot of people do that around the world. I think what's oh, interesting okay. about Taiwan is, uh, first of all, our growing seasons are a bit off from a lot of other parts of the world. For instance, our strawberries grow in winter.
4: Yeah. Where I'm from, well, that's th- a summer plant. Really?
0: But we're warm here. so it's, and, I, uh, and
4: I thought that's always a winter fruit no, no, anywhere. It's a, it's a
0: summery sort of plant. See,
4: you know better than I do.
0: Um, oh. And then the other thing is that uh, we have a lot of these nurseries that uh, even if you live in the city, you don't have to leave. Um, for instance, there's a very well-known flower market in Taipei. It's actually beneath an overpass. It's, you normally use as a parking lot during right. the week, but they that's shut it right. down on from Friday night. All these people come in with their pickup trucks filled with uh, <laughs> little. They have everything from little plants and cacti and the you know tiny yeah, succulents or and decorative herbs, decorative
4: things that flowers, you you know put yeah to in your entire house. Entire trees, and mm-hmm. it's yeah, I, yeah, yeah.
0: I've often wondered because these are very tall trees. First of all, how they keep them from falling off the truck because they're fully grown <laughs> well, they trees. Oh, they way. Um like we're talking seven, eight meters high. That high. Cherry huh? blossoms and expensive bonsai too. Oh yeah,
4: yeah, um, yeah. yeah. You just wonder
0: how they don't keep them from breaking and mm-hmm. and then who buys them? Where do you, who has room
4: okay, in, in their house I, to for a I think whole tree? End, yeah. The answer for the whole trees is probably at like restaurants. Cafes. <laughs> oh. That's what I'm thinking. That's
0: interesting. How that's what they, I'm
4: thinking. Then how do they get it? I mean, who? I Because
0: they have to rent probably a truck or something to get it to get where it or, needs to be. Oh
4: yeah, you're right. It's not so. very
0: convenient. It's a
4: yeah. That's a lot
0: of work for a tree.
4: Or actually, they would
0: deliver it to your place. Will they? Probably. Actually, if you, I, I guess we should ask them because mm. I don't know how that works or yeah. who buys them. Uh, but they're there every weekend, um, and uh, also all the paraphernalia you need they have Mm. expensive looking pots again probably a very delicate operation getting them all there without losing a few yeah um seeds
4: and they sell flowers there too seeds Uh, you can get
0: a bouquet of flowers you know if you yeah yeah someone's birthday that's one of my favorite places to go i was there saturday actually Uh i bought a couple of african violets
4: oh are they easy to take care of yeah
0: and i've heard (laughs) i don't know if this is true or not um Maybe someone out there has done read the papers, but apparently it's good for people, like for therapeutic use. Oh, really? Yeah, they give them to people who uh, maybe are on the autism spectrum or have depression, and it's supposed to help. And they're, they're good for everyone, though. Okay. Uh, and I thought it would just brighten up the space. They're very small. What color? Uh, some are purple. A few that I have are kind of pinkish. Yeah. Just oh, wow. My favorite color. Again, you never know which ones are diseased. Or <laughs> 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 when you look by them, they look fine. But uh, Right.
4: So um did, did, does it give off uh, uh and fragrance? No. Oh, okay. Um okay. not to mine.
0: <laughs> if you want fragrance, uh they sell jasmine there and they bloom very oh. not very often, but when they do it's really lovely. So I mean if you have like a balcony space or something, you could try going there one weekend, try different things out. Um like uh I have a couple rosemary pots um mm. and those are that's that just grows by itself pretty much. You just have to water it every day. Um, Yeah. You know,
4: things that grow by itself just dies on me. (laughs) I've even um, had cactus before and it died on me. Yeah. It was a gift from somebody, too. Yeah. So but but really, you know, I'm just really amazed just people are growing things on their own, maybe on the rooftop even. Yeah. And then, you know, um, whether it's uh, coriander or tomatoes um okra that's it uh, now i thought okay. of it yeah people were growing okra and i love this stuff you know there's a guy across from me who i yeah. can see out there every
0: once in a while when i'm watering my plants and but he has like <laughs> roses like really nice roses on his rooftop oh my goodness and he's out there with like i just water them he has like shears and you know those rubber <laughs> gloves and like real gardening equipment it's, yeah uh, even on your rooftop you can do a lot so right i mean maybe that could be your next new hobby
4: oh i don't know i don't know john do you have Uh -uh. like a balcony space or something you could i do in the back where we hang our laundry but you know what um it's a great place to dry laundry but i'm not sure if it's a great place to grow plants because in the afternoon the sun is like shining so bright i don't know that's what um, they need plants really yeah and the ones that are like the african
0: violets they need shade so i put them behind the other plants (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's where I, I hang my laundry there too. it's a but oh, or even like a window box you could okay. try if you if you if you want to develop a green thumb, I mean they do yeah. just
4: I have to seriously think about this, John, because really? i've i really don't have a green thumb, and I'm so worried that everything i buy you know i try to grow it just dies on me but i'm really you know uh, i just want to say that time is a great place to grow things yeah I mean, even in taipei city and people are doing that and i thought that it's only you know in places where like in america you know you have homes where there's a yard in front of you or a garden you know to grow but no here people just grow anywhere they can you know yeah. and on rooftops and things like that and um um. It, yeah. It just amazes me. I mean, I mean, even though Taipei is a metropolitan city, um, there's still quite a lot of greenery. Come to think of it, you mm. know, even like along the roads, you know, yeah. you have trees, rows of trees, and all that. And they actually have trucks that water them. They have like
0: yes, they like spray them. They go yeah. driving past. Like in addition to the regular street sweepers, they do yep. have, and sometimes they have people with sh- shears clipping them. I guess yeah. city employees.
4: Yep, that's right. So yeah. there is a
0: lot of green here. Yeah, it's, it's very, really
4: pretty. Yeah
0: concrete place but yeah uh, concrete place yeah, no,
4: really <laughs> oh there is All one
0: right. i think a uh, foolproof way you could try if you really want to grow plants they have like they s- actually sell them at the yuanshan farmers market that we were talking about last time okay the one that's near us okay uh, on the weekend when they have a farmer market there uh right 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 but the yuanshan mrt stop right they look okay. kind of expensive but they also look really cool Okay. And it's like uh someone here invented like a it's sort of a big thick tube and it spiraling up around it are little uh holes for i think they mostly grow like lettuce and things like that or maybe some Mm. uh, leaf vegetables maybe arugula and then they have like uh these like led lights that like oh and i think it's pretty much self-sustaining i don't know if it waters itself or not but
4: self-sustaining uh that that sounds expensive. <laughs> it does, but then
0: you can have if you want to. If you want to grow, you said, do you like the vegetables? You yeah, try like, like okra. Mm. I don't know if okra would grow in there, but definitely oh, like all right. if you like lettuce or mm. rocket mm. salad sort of stuff. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I don't have that big a balcony though. It's not very
0: big because it's like vertical.
4: Because if so you that, think about cabbage and things like that, whoa, dead <laughs> space, don't they?
0: It looks really like futuristic. <laughs> yeah, that that yeah. could maybe that could be your solution. I think I
4: prefer cabbage. Yeah. Anyway, oh well. Um, sometime down the road when I retire, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, enough said about greenery and plants and everything here in Taiwan. Um, write us and let us know. You know, if you've got a green thumb. If you're someone into plants and growing flowers and all that. Or if you have have a black (laughs) (laughs) thumb, Like me. Anyway, so um, let us know. Write us. And so you need our address. It's P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan.
0: You can email us, too. Uh, Our address is rti at rti.org.tw. And we are really excited about our Facebook page and YouTube channel. We hope you'll check those out and leave us some comments, too.
4: Okay, the first letter I have is from Shin Makino of Japan. And he writes, Dear Sir and Ma'am, I wish to report reception of your broadcasting station, Radio Taiwan International. He listened in on July 28th at uh, 15320 kilohertz. He heard the news. It was read by Leslie Liao. And then uh, news covered, f- uh, including Taiwan confirmed four new imported cases of COVID-19 that Monday, Central Epidemic uh, Command Center is not ruling out community infection in a case involving a Thai migrant worker. Oh, you know, I've been wondering about that. I'm
0: scared too.
4: So, did we hear anything lately about that though? Did
0: most update? The last that I heard and we are recording this a little bit in advance so by the time this comes out it may have changed. Okay. But um yeah, they've tested everyone. More than 100, almost 200 people who work in the same company who would have been in contact with them. So far, oh. no, everyone's negative. Oh, okay. There are false negatives out there, though, so we yeah. still need to be kind of careful. I've heard that they've, like, gone, like, they've disinfected everything. And, mm. well, uh, fingers crossed. Fingers yeah, crossed. really,
4: really. Okay. Uh, and then it goes on. Presidential office and ruling party are discussing plan for constitutional reform. The Museum of Contemporary Art invited a Taiwanese woman to share how she found her former Indonesian nanny after 15 years of no contact. Taipower power says that it will not adjust its daily peak power consumption forecast for the summer. Taipei Zoo's one-month-old baby panda, Roro, will be voted to be... Officially named, yeah. People can, you know, give in their suggestions. Elderly daycare centers in New Taipei City are relying on smart technology to streamline services for the older generation and their family members. Then he listened to here in Taiwan, um, and I guess uh, you and I and Catherine Wei were in that episode. Uh, we talked. We gave an update about the baby panda Roro, about a one farmer's invention helmet to protect. His chicken from oh, falling work. fruit. It didn't work. Oh. Yeah, That is so sad. And he even had pictures of it. Uh, about robots to help unclog sewers in Yilan County. And about a very different kind of drone with flapping wings developed by Taiwan's National uh, Jiao Tong University. Also about how crowded the tourist attractions in Taiwan are. About the uh, Jingfeng waterfall in Taitung dried up for the first time. Oh yeah, that was my story. Um, so, simple rating was 44433, four, three. I guess it could be a little bit better. Um, okay, so then he wrote here about his impressions of our programs. There wasn't much NHK interference in the room at home, but there was a lot of noise, and I couldn't understand the content, so I reported the reception by WebSDR at Indonesia. This time I enjoyed the farmer's quirky ideas <laughs> and the new drone topics at the university. I was especially surprised by the chicken's helmet,
0: yeah. yeah, don't try this at home. It was very
4: i know kind of morbid, really, really, yeah, <laughs> and um uh he went on to say, "I look forward to other fun topics." All right. Thank you so much for your detailed report. That was coming to us from Shin Makino of Saitama Ken, Japan.
0: We have a nice letter here from Brian Newell, and it says here, Dear RTI, I am writing because you have the most awesome QSL postcards of food snacks from Taiwan. I hope that I will get to try some of these wonderful desserts someday when travel will be easier. In the meantime, it is a pleasure to listen to the radio via internet and hear innovative and positive stories from daily life in Taiwan. I can imagine the food is good when people take so much pride in what they do. I hope that you all, as hosts, can enjoy some of those delicious desserts and snacks, and appreciate the small things in life that make a difference. Uh, there's a little stack of reports here, uh, featuring our programs broadcast from July nineteenth to twenty fourth. Uh, there was an episode of In the Spotlight. You interviewed Nancy Xie, who studied graphic design and communication design, and uh, it looks like started Art Zoo World, which mm-hmm. brings animals and landscape together in art. Uh, there was an episode of on the line in which carlson interviewed andrew Wong, who started world vision taiwan and held a, is i think is holding a the 30-hour famine this year online of course uh-huh. uh to help children in syria africa and yemen uh there was uh, an episode of here in taiwan featuring andrew leslie and kat when we talked about a uh, record-breaking heat here in taipei uh, also, in another episode where uh, it looks like Natalie, Shirley, Paula, and Catherine talked about a man with a sun umbrella and mm-hmm. how hats are generally more popular. Um, there was an episode of in this, sorry, Taiwan Insider. Uh, this started out quite sad. There was a sort of a the president speaking about heli- two helicopter pilots who were killed in a crash. Uh, that happened recently, and called them heroes because they sacrificed themselves. Basically, it sounds like they could have crash-landed when they realized that their helicopter was in trouble, but they realized that right beneath them was a residential area. So rather than maybe save their own lives, but risk the lives of those below, they chose to sacrifice themselves by swerving away. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, Year of the Tiger and how that will probably be to fewer children. Also, an old episode of Time Travel that I did, it was an episode where I interviewed someone about Chung Cheng Po, who was a famous and a famous artist who met a very tragic end, but his paintings are really lovely. Have mm. you seen his work before? Yeah,
4: yeah. They're great. So that comes to us once again from Brian Newell. All right, well, that's it for this week's uh, status update. Thank you so much for joining us. we still love to hear from you, so do write us. Our address is PO Box 123-199 Taipei, Taiwan. Our email address is rti at
0: rti.org.tw. And we really do encourage you all to check out our Facebook page. And if you like video content from Taiwan, you can find that on our, on our YouTube channel. Please do leave us some comments and let us know what you think. That's right. Until next week, I'm Shirley Lin. I'm John Van Trieste. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>